For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. I'm your host, John H. Happy to be back with you once again. Dark side of the AM. We're sitting at 152 Eastern Standard Time. Thanks ever so much for being with us today. Please check out anomicage.com if you've not already done so. Like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age. Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well. That's the best place you can go to find all things me. Information breakdown segments, full episodes, iPhone app, Android app. So much more right there at AnomicAge.com. So, if you're so inclined, if you'd like to become a patron, I highly recommend it. If you want to give me a little donation, I'd love it. Share the links, you know the deal. I ain't going, I ain't even talking about it anymore. I'm tired of talking about it. The title of tonight's episode is Misplaced Aggression. There's <laughs> a great California punk band called, called Aggression. They were pretty darn good, I must say. But uh, you didn't come in for that. I'm going to try to keep things short and sweet and even a little bit brief this evening. This is going to be uh, another another late night conversation. You know, I, I often think about just changing the, the whole tilt of the show and titles and everything else. Because I really do think this has become more of a late night conversation with the audience than anything else sometimes. I love doing the uh, the interviews with the guests. But I can't sit here and say I don't love our late night conversations because I really do. And I was listening to some uh, some of the late great Art Bell. I think it was from the late nineties. I was listening to um, to Art Bell on the Halloween edition of the show, the Ghost to Ghost AM, as he used to call it, and. I know he probably didn't mean to do this, but uh, it was just sort of him addressing one of the the callers, and he went on a little bit of a diatribe and said, you know what, this show isn't a political show, it's not just a ghost show, it's not just a UFO show, you know. He basically said, this show's any direction I want to take it. 
and I I rewound it and listened to it again because that's always been my premise for this show. It's been a any direction I want to take it kind of show. It's definitely had more of a conspiratorial blend and uh, political bend and, uh, you know, the usual suspect sort of things of that genre. But especially in recent years, I've just, I've tried to, to drift and really take the show more of the direction of where I want to take it, which is just kind of... Um, Kind of it's all up for grabs, you know? I mean, that's kind of what the premise was in my own mind's eye. Excuse me, in my own mind's eye when I started this whole thing. But I did sort of make it a bit more of a, a political conspiratorial show. And, I mean, that's that's still going to be the wheelhouse. But especially for our late night conversations, I like to just sort of take things wherever I want to take them. And... um Tonight's episode, Misplaced Aggression, is definitely of that ilk. <laughs> and the weird thing is, you know, I had I had one place in mind when I began sort of formulating the show in my mind. And then the more I sat down and really thought about it and sort of laid things out, the more the show drifted into a direction I didn't even have it uh, planned, didn't even anticipate thinking that I was going to take it in this direction, but it did, and uh, you know, there you are, and here I am, and we're going to talk a little misplaced aggression this evening. So, what really was the impetus for the show is I was just looking through the comments, not just the comments for this show, but just comments in general online, and I couldn't help but notice that we as a society are just a bunch of jerks, folks. We really are. We are a, a negative, just backbiting, taking pleasure from others' pain. You know, I can't help but think of that analogy where uh, you put a bucket of crabs and they're going to they're gonna pull the ones down that are almost out of that bucket. They're going to pull them back down into the certain death that they're in. And I do believe that's how we are as a society right now. And I'm not really sure what came first in this instance. It was the chicken or the egg. Because I think that those sort of actions have only been magnified by social media. Certainly certainly stoked and promulgated by social media. But uh, we are a fallen people and absolutely in a fallen land. So I can't help but think this has been here with us since the garden, for sure. Because as a society, it doesn't take a genius to look around and just just soak it all in for a minute. And I don't recommend taking much more than a minute to soak it all in because you'll get nauseous. But just look at some of the comments on everybody's work. It ain't just my work. I mean, I can look at mine eight days a week and twice on Sunday and see this kind of thing. But it's everybody's. It's anybody who's out there doing anything. (laughs) And that's kind of what's just so hilarious about it. It's anybody that's actually doing anything. And it immediately makes me think of that Teddy Roosevelt Man of the Arena quote. Because... People are all too quick to criticize with no skin in the game. 
And I think that's where we are. And I think that's what social media has personified, magnified, and otherwise just amplified. Those sort of character flaws that have always existed. The social media has just made them worse. It's made it worse, folks. I still love Bill Cosby, and I loved his early comedy. His best work, in my humble opinion, was Bill Cosby himself. One of the best things he said, and shout out to me and my friend Philip, because we used to go skate and come back and listen to that tape. I don't know how many times I listened to that tape. You know, way more before he and I started watching it, and then way more even after he and I started watching it. But one of the things he said in there struck me so true at the time. And I think as all good art, it sort of grows with you and you grow with it. And it sort of resonates with you in different ways in different times of your life. And he said uh, something to the effect of, and I'll clean it up a little bit. I mean, there's nothing to clean up with Cosby, but he did say one curse word there, (laughs) which is shocking. But uh, he was talking about trash that does drugs, all the scum and filth that get drunk and come back to work on the Monday and have have been belligerent, drunken trash the whole weekend. And uh, the scum that did cocaine at the time. And everybody, you know, this was the 80s, so everybody's just enamored with the cocaine jack, as they said on the show. But... um, He was going through the diatribe and the guy said something to the effect of, it intensifies your personality. (laughs) And uh, to paraphrase a little bit, he said, well, what if you are a bleephole? (laughs) And I think that's exactly what social media has done to America. It has intensified our personalities. And... For so many of us, it has amplified our personality of being a bleephole, of being a jerk, of just being a backbiting, antagonistic, critical of everything. Nobody's doing it right. We could all be doing it better if only we were doing it just like you. Just like you. All these proverbial just like yous who ain't really doing bleep. Except keyboard warrioring around. Because, you know, the real people that are really doing anything, they're usually not all that critical of others. They're too busy doing their own thing. You never figure that out? (laughs) That's always the way it's been, folks. I mean, this has been true since grade school, middle school, high school, and the like. And as I've said many times on this show, you know... Life's just an extension of high school. It's all the same BS. You just get a little older. The names and the faces, the people that were pricks then, that doesn't change. People just get a little older. You sort of think maybe these people will grow up and get better, but they don't. They're the same pieces of garbage they always have been. They're just a little older. That's it, folks. Because the people that are really doing something don't really have time to piddle away their energy taking pot shots at other people and I don't think I do that very much myself I'd call myself out if I did I'm very critical I'm very critical of the American public at large that seems to be sitting around doing nothing so I I am critical of those that sit around and do nothing 
<laughs> just sit around and play the game. You know, they're just going along to get along. Super Bowl, they're talking about the Super Bowl. That's the big thing, man. And, you know, people have... <laughs> People that don't know me at all asked me something about the Super Bowl recently, and I said, I hate football. I don't care in the least about this mess. <laughs> I did know who was playing only because it's inundated in all forms of media, so you kind of have to at least see it at a glance and go, oh, yeah, it's this mess, you know. But, you know, so I'm critical at those that are doing nothing and just sitting around in a suffused stupor of idiocy. But for the most part, I've I've not taken shots at anybody online. I certainly haven't taken any personal shots at anyone online. And I don't plan on it because it's been an utter waste of time as I've viewed it from the outside. Other people that do that nonsense. It's just an utter waste of time. I see all these people getting in these back and forths and this, this sort of idiotic, illusionary uh, masculinity online bickering and arguing with idiots i mean uh, vastly bots vastly government op agents i mean just people that you'll never see you'll never interact with and you probably wouldn't interact with them if you saw them and there's these sort of uh scumbags on both sides i mean that's kind of the funny of it all if people get involved in this mess and there's operatives on the right and operatives on the left so the operatives on the right are always smarter than you. They're always doing something just a little bit better than you. These are the crabs pulling pulling the other crabs back down in the in the bucket, you know. And then there's the operatives on the left who uh oh you're a kook, you're a conspiracy theorist, uh you're a Russian agent, you know, the usual suspect, whoop de doo bleeps, you know. But it's funny because it's the same tactics by the same operatives, uh, whether or not these operatives are supposed to be on the right or on the left, it's very obvious when you can uh, you can just pick this stuff out, you know. So I never engage nor interact with these giblet heads because I have far bigger fish to fry. And quite frankly, I don't care. But it's kind of just funny to see that sort of dynamic online and see how many people get reeled into it. You know, it's kind of like the Nigerian email scam or, you know, you get these emails that are like, oh, you've won all this money. All you need to do is put in your credit card information or, you know, your your account has expired. All you need to do is log into this, you know, fictitious site that looks just like your bank site, you know, and blah, 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 blah. But it's it's just kind of disheartening how many people get sucked in to the nonsense. But at the same time, it's not really surprising because people want that validation. People want that one-upsmanship. And they want that feeling of accomplishment. And they want that feeling of of winning and conquering. And, and we live in such a woke, BS, weak society in 2024 where they've taken all that out of our society. I mean, we're multiple generations into kids that just get trophies for showing up. We're multiple generations, and this is another like hilarious dichotomy here, of generations where they're so strict on bullying and there's all these p- police officers on campuses and all this mess to to stop the bullying, but there's more bullying than ever. I mean, does that 
you know, strike anyone as a complete non sequitur. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like we're uh, we're at war on drugs. You know, the Nixonian nonsense. War on drugs. While we ship the drugs into your community. <laughs> While we've been peddling drugs on college campuses for 10 years, you know, throughout the 60s, the hallucinogenic class. And then they were pushing um, the crack cocaine into the urban uh, inner cities uh, through Iran-Contra. I mean, it's just like people don't pick up on the complete non sequitur that this whole thing is. It's kind of just hilarious. Like, oh, we're, we're stamping out bullying. But have you perused social media at all? Let me put this back up on the screen. Have you perused social media at all? It's just like hilarious, but it's not because our society has so much misplaced aggression. And that's really what happens when you remove the natural tendencies for combat via, you know, martial arts, or in this case, uh, mixed martial arts. It's so different now. Uh, or boxing, or just people roughhousing. The competition that took place in, in Pee Wee uh, League and Pop Warner and all this mess for generations and generations. You remove all that, and you create this asinine society full of misplaced aggression. I mean, it's it's very analogous to uh, to the guy who's you know had like this horrible day at work, and he comes home and kicks the dog, or comes home and smacks around his wife. It's that misplaced aggression because where you want to be strong and you want to stand up, you're relegated into this submissive state. So then, when you have the opportunity to stand up. You take out that aggression that should have been taken out on these bleep holes in the workplace. You take it out on the wife and kids. You take it out on the dog. And that's very much a direct parallel to our society now. So we've removed the natural instincts, the natural you know, butt stops in society because we've sugarcoated, we've watered down. You know, we've emasculated through the television, through the vaccines, through the atrazine, through the soy, through all these various mechanisms. We have neutered the society in many regards, but consequently that just causes, you know, like a giant game of whack-a-mole. It causes, we push it down over here and it pops up over there. So we've neutered and relegated the general public in the schools, in the workplace with, you know, HR and and uh, all this asinine equality, which is nothing more than the inversion of that. So we've neutered the society in that regard. So it's it's cropping up over here with just rampant bullying throughout society. I mean, <laughs> through the school system, the public indoctrination centers, those K through 12 indoctrination College, university, weaponization. I mean, violence off the charts. Off the charts. <laughs> we got more cops than ever. We got more anti-bullying campaigns than ever. But it's off the charts. Ridiculous levels of violence. Ridiculous levels of suicide. Ridiculous levels of self-harm. This mess didn't exist 30 years ago, folks. Self-harm? Are you blipping kidding me? God, night nurse. 
But here we are. We've pushed something down and it's popped up somewhere else. And that's what's up, man. It's misplaced aggression eight days a week and twice on Sunday. That's really what this whole rigmarole boils down to. Instead of coming home and kicking your your dog and slapping around your wife and kids, you're you're fighting random people in the hallway. You're fighting random people on the street. And the other ridiculous element of this, which is very much a social media media construct, is that our whole society now is again suffused with idiots, boobs, nerdy wells, and morons filming everything. I mean, we live in the panopticon that Foucault talked about in his work like 20, 30 years ago, the panopticon. We live in, in the panopticonic dream of these dictators from days gone by. It's a panopticon in every sense of the word because the state is watching you all the time. And just like in that Panopticon prison system, no one has privacy because the inmates are watching you across across the Panopticon all the time. So you're being watched by the guard tower. You're being watched by the cameras. You're being watched by the guards. You're being watched by your cellmate. You're being watched by each other. They've created the Panopticon. They've just taken the the literal bars down and put up the figurative bars. The bars of our own making, the bars of our own creation. We live the gilded cage because we've made it, folks. Red light cameras, speed cameras, traffic cameras, cameras once you walk out the door. You got the stupid little doorbell cameras. You got doors. You got... Cameras in your car, you got cameras on the street corner, you got cameras in the store, you got cameras blipping everywhere. And back to the point, as the violence has been pushed down here and popped up over there, you got imbeciles filming it everywhere. Filming it so they can post it on social media and get more dopamine drips, get more likes, get more validation, folks. Because they didn't get enough hugs as a kid. Their mom was in the workplace. Their dad was in the workplace. They were latchkey kids fostered by the television and validated by no one. So just like any good criminal, they get their validation from the street, from the street gangs, from their cohorts, their peer groups. If you want to get all sociological on me. So they're getting their validation. They're in search of respect. is coming from violence. Because it's not enough anymore to have their little peer group give them a high five after they beat some old lady down. You see, now they're getting the high five on social media from thousands and thousands of people. There's whole sites dedicated to this, folks. There's hashtags dedicated to this. Look on YouTube right now. I guarantee it's on there. Look on whatever social media platform you happen to be listening to and or watching this on, and I guarantee it's on there. Getting validation for being a scumbag. As I said before, these folks don't change. They just grow a little older. It's the same weak pieces of garbage 
talking trash at whatever you're doing online, whether you're doing a cooking show, whether you got a show about stamps. I guarantee you there's some scumbag right now criticizing what you're doing, hating everything you do. It's just not quite good enough, just not quite up to standard. As I said before, that's the usual suspect of the operatives on the right. No matter what you're doing, Jesus Christ incarnate comes back and has a show. It just ain't quite good. You just left this out. Oh, you're just pandering to this group. Oh, you didn't call for violence here. Oh, you didn't do that or the other. And the clowns on the left, you're a fed. Uh, you're uh, uh, not doing anything. You're a kook. You're a tinfoil hat. It's all aliens. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a whack job. You're a racist. Blah, 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 blah. Those are the two polarizing sides, folks. That's what's up. So if you got a thin skin, this ain't for you because those are the two idiots that you're going to be dealing with forever online. No matter what you do, it ain't quite good enough. Just ain't good. You're just not getting it, man. Not hitting the mark. Never good enough for the man outside of the arena, in the parking lot, three streets over, that ain't got jack to do with diddly squat. All misplaced aggression. From those boobs to the scumbags beating each other up in the hallway and in the bathroom with their freaking audience of 30 filming the mess just so they can post this crap online. It's sick, folks. It really is a depraved, sick, screwed-up bleep hole we're all in around here. Little Dante's Inferno thing, abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, if you just look online now at all, social media is just a muck with this crap. Every other thing, somebody fighting somebody somewhere. It's almost always a racial component, too. It's almost always a bunch of people of color beating up somebody else. Whether they're beating up themselves, whether they're beating up a bunch of crackers, whether they're beating up some Asian people, it don't really freaking matter. But I assure you, Eight days a week and twice on Sunday. Nine times out of ten, there's a racial component to it. It's all just bunk, folks. It's all just bunk. Hate to break it to you, folks. People can't seem to realize the divide and conquer op is always the op. <laughs> like those to- two... Two polarizing extremes of the people in the comments on everything. That's always the op, folks. Always the op. You got to pick one team or the other, man. Cowboys or Redskins or whatever the bleep it is, man. It's always the op. (laughs) It's a sick, mad world we live in, isn't it? So how can you overcome this? Basically just realize it for what it is. Thumb your nose at it and uh, move on. Sheepers, man. Anybody, anybody taking this kind of comments mess that seriously, you're an idiot. As far as how to combat this in real life, if your kids are in public school, uh, I, I'm, man, I'll, I'll be nice and not say what I'm thinking, but... You need to try to get them out of that, okay? That's me being as nice as possible. need to get them out of that mess, folks. And as far as the mess that could be coming down on you, you got to be ready for what's coming down, folks. I mean, the country's over. It's a wrap. You know, it's all a bunch of bull hooey at this point. 
So you need to stay ready for what's coming down. So when you're getting gas, uh, when you're at the store, when you're just out with your kids, your wife, or what have you, be ready because, uh, you know, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. And that eternal vigilance means being ready for some scumbag to try to fight you or hit you upside the head or what have you in public. I mean, this is just a normal occurrence throughout the, the country now. So you got to be ready for that, really, is what it boils down to. And uh, you can take that however you want to take it. I'm saying preparedness is the key in this instance. And I'll just leave it at that. Whatever you think that means to you, but it's what it means to you, folks. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the anomic age. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.